Maeser Sheni, Perak Dalad, Mishnah Gimel 4.3. To understand this Mishnah, you need to have two important facts as an introduction. And in fact, those facts will be revealed by the Mishnah itself at the end of this Mishnah, at the subsequent, the next Mishnah. Um, but for reasons I do not know, it's not set up front, therefore let me say them up front. The first is that when, re- when one redeems the Kedusha off his produce and puts that Kedusha onto a coin, if he owns the produce and it's his money he's putting the Kedusha onto, He's required to be Mosef a Chomesh, to add a Chomesh to the value. That is to say, a Chomesh means a fifth. So that means, let's say for argument's sake, a person has a five shekel coin taped to his refrigerator, and he's taking Kedusha off of his kumquats from his garden. And the kumquats are worth four shekels. And it's four shekels worth of Meister Shani. So when he transfers the Kedusha from the kumquats onto the coin taped to his fridge, he must add a fifth shekel. They're worth four shekels. He adds a fifth shekel, meaning 25%. And then he will transfer five shekels worth of value onto that five shekel coin. Meaning, in other words, that now that coin is totally used up, he couldn't transfer more Maestrashani Kedusha to that coin because he's now sucked up all five value, five shekels worth of value um, as Kedusha's Maestrashani. That's in contrast to where a person redeems someone else's food or onto someone else's coin in which case he wouldn't be most of a homish, wouldn't add this 25%, which means if he has four shekels with a kumquat, um, he could transfer the four shekels onto someone else's coin or from someone else's kumquat to his coin, and then there would still be a shekel of value left for another kumquat later on to be redeemed and put onto that coin, for argument's sake. Okay, so... That's the first fact, that when a person is redeeming his own stuff, he's most of a homish, he adds the homish 25%. The second point is that, as we'll see in the next Mishnah, a person is within his rights, he legally can circumvent the whole principle of adding the chomish, the 25% surcharge, if you will, call it a surcharge, that extra 25%, uh, by simply um, gifting his produce or his money to somebody else and then essentially getting it back from that person as a gift. Um, so a person is able to do ha'arama, to essentially find a loophole to sidestep the system, he wouldn't be able to make the bracha, he's not doing the mitzvah then of, of adding the chomesh, but economically it's going to work for him just fine. Um, so with that in mind, our Mishnah here, Mishnah Himmel, is considering who should get kadima, who should get the priority in terms of redeeming the Kedusha also off of Maeser Sheni onto a coin. So if someone else is redeeming the Maeser Sheni's Kedusha onto his coins, that essentially is called buying it. In other words, I have these four kumquats, and um, it's a question of how much they're worth. We've taken out, let's say, for argument's sake, in the previous Mishnah, we said if the kumquats that were in question here are starting to go bad, we'd have to bring them to a, three experts to assess what they're really worth. And let's say, for example, they say, oh, they're worth four, four shekels. Um, and then someone else says four shekels. I'll buy those kumquats for five shekels. So the point is that... Um, the other person is asking to get the kumquats, and he would redeem the kadusha off of the kumquats onto the coins. Now, the owner of the kumquats would end up with that five shekel coin, and it would have kadusha on it. Um, so the question is, who? So he doesn't lose economically; he's not getting ripped off. He's essentially just the transfer is happening. Now, the easiest way to think of this mishnah is that um, we paskin that Meister Shani is mamun gavoa; it's like God's property. And therefore, on some level, we have like an obligation, if you will, if you want to think of it like this, to fetch the highest price for this Meister Shani. So the question is, if someone else wants to buy your 
Meister Shani, i.e. redeeming onto a coin, um, do you get priority or does he get priority? So the Mishnah says, Balhabayas Omar Basella, if the Balhabayas says he'll he'll pay a seller for this produce, meaning he'll deconsecrate the produce onto a seller coin, Va'acher Omar Sela, and a second person says, no, let me buy it from you for a seller. So then Balhabayas Kodam, the owner himself, the owner of this produce, he gets Kadima, he gets priority. Mipnei Shehu Mosef Chomesh, because anyways, not only would he be paying the same, he's offering the same seller, he's actually adding an extra chomesh, another um, quarter seller to the to the uh, redemption value. So that means he'd bring a, a seller and a quarter up to Yerushalayim to eat over there. That's simple enough. But what happens if Balabais Omar Basella, the Balabais says he'll give a seller a value, you know, one dollar, the Omer Isar. He adds a little more than a seller. He says, "I'll give you a dollar and a cent." You know, one point oh one or something. Um, then, Isar Kodam, the guy who's the other guy who's offered a little bit more, even a tiny bit more, um, he gets priority, meaning he's allowed to buy it from the. We should let him buy it from the owner of the uh, produce, and it's a bit of a machlokus nachronim if he can do it sort of against his will, like without him knowing about it even, or not. Um, but either he can or he can't, but he definitely should, Mishnah says he should be allowed to do it, meaning the other party should be able to pay, you know, more, a little more than a seller, you know, a dollar and a penny, whatever it is. Because he's adding to the value of the Karen, the principal appraised amount for which it's getting uh, redeemed. So even though... Net net, the owner himself would end up putting in one twenty five, where this guy's just putting one hundred one. It doesn't matter, and um, because it's really on on, a, on the base of the care and the principal, the owner's offering just one point oh oh, just one teller, and this other guy's owning offering one point oh one, if you will. And that being the case, um, he gets priority. If you'd say, wait a second, net net, the Meister Shani fund, whatever Hashem, the owner of the Gavoa who owns this Meister Shani is losing because he gets one point oh one instead of one and a quarter. The answer is well, not really, because it's very easy, and the owner's within his rights even to exploit this legal loophole of harama of tricking the system and just circumventing the requirement to add a chomish and just pay one, since that's so available and easy to him. Um, so we would give priority and to the other party who's doing the bidding. Okay, let me just—I sort of gloss over the exact values and numbers here, because just to keep things straight, a sella is a very large coin, um, and an isar is a very small coin. The isar is worth. Eight prutos, and the cell is worth 768 prutos, meaning that the cell is uh, 96 times bigger than Isar. There are four dinarim in a cell, and there are six maos in a dinar, and there are four isarim in a ma'a, if you want to keep track. The point is that the Isar is basically a 96th of a cell, so the Mishra's probably like slightly more than 1% more, so my example isn't quite right. Um, but the Rambam, he codifies it, for example, in the um, he says a cell and a pruta, meaning the Rambam understands here that Isar is love dafka. It's not that he has to outbid the original owner by, you know, a full 96th, if you will. Any excess, whoever's the highest bidder in terms of the Karen, he's the one who should be prioritized. Okay, fine. Um, now the Mishnah says, the basic din, if one comes to redeem the Kedusha off of his own produce, onto his own coins, most of love chamishas. He has to add an extra fifth. Again, this always confounds us in as much as in English. We would say if the value is four and you're adding a fifth to it, so that sounds like 25%, we'd call that a fourth. 
Amachamishim is the fifth. But it, the way to, that is the Pshah and the Mishnah, therefore the way to think of it is for every four units of value, say for every four dollars of kumquats you redeem, or four shekels you redeem onto a coin, you have to add a fifth shekel. Okay? So that's the answer. Most of all the you add a fifth, which we would call an extra 25%. And that applies, Bain Shu Shalo, Bain Shenitanlo, Bamatana. It doesn't matter if this is produce that the owner himself cultivated, and it's his produce from the get-go. He harvested it himself, he raised it himself. Or if he received this produce as a gift, but now it's his, and when he comes to redeem it, um, he has to be most of a homage because it's his property at the time of the redemption. And with noting as a side point here, you are not able to gift Meister Shani proper to other people because we pass against Mammon Gavo, it's not yours to give. You become the trustee of, if you will, God's food. Um, you're entitled to redeem it, but you can't gift it away. Um, but a person could give as a gift uh, tevel, under whatever circumstances, he notifies the person that he's giving him tevel, etc. So if you give someone tevel, untied produce, when he tithes it and gets out the Meister Shani, at that point, that Meister Shani, um, when he does the redemption, since it's his at the time he owns it, he must um, be most of the Chomish, add that extra 25% when he does the redemption.